0: We're flying high with the wings and talking all things lacrosse. You're now listening to the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Everybody, We are back, it is episode number 74 of the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Kyle Bennett, missing my buddy OTB Herman Studio, but he is on the old video chat voice line and I'm getting to look at his face in his awesome dorm room, but you haven't checked out his dorm room hack videos on YouTube, you should. Um, we've got a lot to talk about today, some NLL stuff, we're going to put a bow on the PLL season. And uh, we'll have a nice little announcement at the end of the show, but what's going on, brother?
1: What's going on, everybody? It has been one heck of a week, you know? As much as I love traveling with the PLL every weekend, it is quite refreshing to just get to relax, sit back, and enjoy the weekend here on my college's campus, you know? Do the, do the normal college student thing. It's Thursday, I'm not just hopping right into a car And coming up north so i mean it's a pleasure to be here guys and i've been quite sentimental all week about this episode i mean it's a it's a lot that the pll has done this season and i mean i've been seeing it all over twitter which has been making me more and more just kind of wish the season didn't end yet
0: uh a lot to get into though to put this giant bow first of all the attendance was announced oh dude uh, in Philly. yes Twelve thousand five hundred and fifty six of you hooligans showed up to Talon Energy Stadium for the championship weekend. I expected no That's less. Probably
1: the same number of people who are listening to this podcast right now. Honestly, I expected I mean,
0: nothing less. Philly shows out. We never disappoint. And uh, for almost 13000 of you crazy people to show up, that was that was honestly with the cool one of the coolest parts if not the coolest part of the weekend was just seeing how filled that place was
1: dude it was insane i mean my little video chirped that guy the other day on twitter (laughs) or whatever but that being said i mean that's a great video to show like how many people are there that stadium holds what 22k Uh, roughly yeah right so it was basically i mean it's not counting
0: bridge seating
1: that's not counting bridge seating. That's probably not counting everybody that's in the press box working television and doing all that type of good stuff. So, I mean, I mean the players are witnesses. You might as well throw them into that number. This, this number is probably closer to 13K, and it mm-hmm. felt like it. I mean, the stadium was quite literally shaking half the day. It was a great time. I mean, I, one of my greatest memories of my media availability and life so far has been the guy that was – just a diehard redwoods fan outside roll of woods. the right outside of the press box the entire championship well no, no no actually it was the second half of the championship game and he was just yelling the most absurd stuff at the field all he day long Whip snakes
0: suck roll woods oh Rambo sucks like it was literally chirps at every single snakes player the entire team
1: anything and everything you could think of this man was hollering it and it was directly below the press box which just made it that much funnier i mean we usually have a pretty quiet press box people don't really talk a lot but that got some laughs because this dude was just off his rocker man uh but like
0: we said 12,556 the most people at one weekend uh that they said in in league history obviously the league only being around for one year but you know all season what a what a perfect way to cap it off!
1: Oh, totally. And I mean, think about it. That was one day. Most stops were two days, where Good it point. gave people many opportunities to come out. It gave us a larger opportunity to count those numbers and get more bodies into that number. This was one day, man, and so many of those people just showed up for the championship game. Even yep. I mean, I would probably say there was eight thousand or so, probably at the. Morning game or the 11:30 game, mm-hmm. and then probably another 4,000, 5,000 people showed up for yeah. the second game, which was, I mean, my parents included. It was insane. I mean, you just watched as the crowd grew from the first half of the game until people started moving into those seats that were not occupied and not supposed to be <laughs> occupied at halftime. It was, I mean, granted, I've been to a lot of large sporting events. I've been to stadiums that fill like football stadiums full with what they fit like 70K or something. Yeah. So, like, yes, I've seen many more people. I was at the March for Our Lives last year. I had, like, a million people there. That's insane stuff. But I've never felt 13,000 people – I'm just going to keep rounding up, by the way. I've never felt 13,000 people come together and cheer and be one culminate group so loudly ever in my life. And it was just – it was so special, man, because lacrosse is a sport that I've been watching literally since – I can't even remember when, you know, as a kid, we would find those one little clips of lacrosse. You'd get like one college lacrosse game, maybe one MLL game a year that you get to watch on TV. I would go to Philadelphia Barrage Games, which had like 200 people if you were lucky. So it was like it was just so amazing to really see where lacrosse is at now in 2019 and how much it's culminated over the last 15 years, let's say. And it's just, it's so special, dude. And this weekend, especially to do it in our hometown where we produce this podcast and do everything that we do, is something special.
0: Shout out to Coach Finley on Twitter, too, with the old uh-huh. PLL mic at you. That was the funniest shit I've seen all week.
1: Dude, I know. And he kind of hit me out of nowhere because I think he had just liked one of my tweets. And then he hits me with the when I see OTB Herm next year Where's my
0: sticker?
1: <laughs> Where's my sticker? Dude. Okay, Coach, I know that you're listening to this. I know that you're North Carolina, but I don't have an address. If you shoot me a DM in the next few days, we can get you some stickers before you see us next season. And then next season, we'll probably have some new and improved stickers, maybe some more options that I'll have to hit you with at the Premier Lacrosse League stops that we go to. But shoot me a DM, and uh, this goes for anybody, actually. Shoot me a DM. Uh, We'll get you some stickers. We'll send you a little note that says that we appreciate you, and you can get one of my signatures slash autographs if you so choose. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, thank you so much for the support. I mean, Coach Eric Finley has been one of our biggest supporters throughout the season. Yeah, day one. And when we have millions and millions and millions of lacrosse followers, he will be one of those guys that is in the og group so we appreciate that and uh
0: yeah so send me a dm i'll shoot you some stickers and thanks for the uh encouragement man so mini announcement here that i didn't tell her about we are making a new intro for the pod oh are we we are uh, okay and i feel That's like exciting. the i feel like the miles jones wears my sticker has to be part of the intro
1: that might have to be part of the intro i mean i am a sucker for giving out stickers okay so a little tangent guys this episode is not necessarily structured just so you know we're it's a season ending bow, just end up the season tell your favorite stories and here's one of mine it was actually last weekend at the championship i get down onto the field obviously i always do that i try and engage with kids as often as possible because they love stickers they love just talking to people on the field but um all these kids were asking for stickers and I'm obviously a sucker for giving them out, So I probably gave out like 25 stickers and just to any kid that I saw. But the one kid stops me and he goes, Hey, Hey you, can you go grab me one of those helmets that's on the field? Like they just <laughs> took them off and they're, they're celebrating. Can you get me one of those helmets? I, I'll pay you a hundred bucks. And I'm like, damn, that's like, tempting. I was like, buddy, first of all, I would love a hundred bucks. Yeah, sure. That sounds great. But I don't want to lose <laughs> the slight amount of media.
0: Relationship Whatever. that we relationship
1: have. and <laughs> trust that I have being on the field by giving you a helmet. That's amazing. Trust me, I would love to. But uh, no, that was one of the more funny stories I had from the season. I mean, I got I got to meet so many cool little kids, though, dude. I mean, so much of our demographic is the I guess ten to fifteen year
0: olds. I would say, and they're
1: great, man. I definitely I mean, think that's funny.
0: that's our like in person fandom. And yeah. then we have, like, that bit of, like, 18 to, like, 24 listener demographic. And then we have a lot of, like... Well, I would say the listener demographic's much larger than 24. It yeah. probably extends through... We have a giant I mean, listening... Everybody's
1: been following lacrosse forever, but this is the first time they're getting real content content. Yeah,
0: like, 27 to 34 is our biggest... Uh... Right,
1: that's the largest listener group. But, um, yeah, no, that was, that was a that's hilarious... hilarious. Um, I couldn't stop laughing at the kid because I was like, "Dude, like, you think I can just <laughs> bring you a helmet from the field? Like, that's my first of all. Like, if anybody's taking a helmet, it's me. That's my favorite whip helmet." <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you no, know, that was pretty funny. Um, so you know, a lot of stuff happened this year, and obviously, there's going to be people speculating now, who's going, or you know, where are they going next? Uh, which we'll get into. New PLL Mike stuff came up. <laughs> Uh, the final standings, obviously, they came out today in reverse. You know order. What was kind
1: of funny when I saw that? I saw the, uh, Chrome record and I'm like, wow, I just thought they were so much more in this than
0: they actually were. <laughs> but, but they went 2 and 10, man. But they were in it until the very last regular season weekend, which is absurd. But, uh, Chrome, Atlas, Archers, Chaos, Redwoods, Whipsnakes is how it finishes in, uh, you know, reverse from bottom to top. Um, I thought, you know, one thing that is definitely going to be interesting is where the PLL goes next. Definitely. Um, and you know, we we saw just about a year ago this week is when the whole thing got announced. That Which is article came to me. out, dude. Um, do you remember?
1: Do, well, okay, so I guess I wasn't on the podcast yet, but I was still I was actually a fan of Outside the Box at the time. But I remember when the podcast came out that. First talked about the Premier Lacrosse League, and it's just insane that we're already back to first circle around the Absolutely universe. Absolutely crazy. Um,
0: yeah. And you know, the other thing that Herm and I talked about last week is who's going to retire first. And we got our first PLL retirement this week. We did. Yep. And we would have lost money if we placed bets on it. We definitely would have. Um. But we want to send our congratulations to one Steven Brooks from Atlas. One of
1: the most world-class human beings on the face of the earth, man.
0: 2008 NCAA Midfielder of the Year, first-team All-American, two-time NCAA champion, two-time pro champion, three-time All-Star, a 12-year career, and 323 points in college and in the pros. Legend. Legend dude that's
1: nothing to sneeze at baby that is nothing to sneeze at that's great stuff i mean he obviously has a ton of endeavors off the lacrosse field that he's gonna hop into now and you know you love to see it man i mean as i almost feel like he played out the rest of this season just to kind of be able to throw it that on the extra at the on the resume there sorry for my misspokenness there uh, throw it on the resume you know finish out the career in the pll and just do something special and uh that's what he got to do man i mean one of my favorite players growing up to say the least i mean getting to watch him finish out that ncaa career was something special and it's just great to see dude
0: yeah so congratulations uh on a you know illustrious and well decorated career uh you know and we'll see who else decides to retire if they do uh who's your, who's your next one who you i don't thinking? know man i don't do you know don't-
1: I think that I think that there was guys who might have contemplated it during the season, but towards the end of the season, kind of were like, you know what, I'm not ready to do it yet, man. Yeah. I think I think that if like Greg's hamstring issue would have lingered much longer, he might have he might have said, you know what, it might be time just to be Coach Greg Beast, <laughs> <laughs> Coach Beast, but uh, Coach Beast. But I think that uh, we're gonna get some more Greg coming up yeah, next season i think
0: greg's hungry and
1: obviously we're getting more kyle harrison because yep. you know he was very i think i think next season be the next one but i think i think next season the last one but uh I'm, I'm excited man because i mean the league is older sure i think we might still hear a little something from brett queener maybe not i don't know but uh I think we're going to see most of the same guys coming back next season for the year two of the PLL, and I hope that's what we get, and then I hope we also get a couple more teams.
0: Yeah, which we saw that Sports Illustrated article talk about expansion and uh, all that good stuff, so it sounds like that is on the horizon.
1: I mean, you hear expansion and think extra teams. I hear expansion and think, okay, the league's getting some mascots, baby.
0: And- <laughs> I saw your tweet about that, and I couldn't
1: help but like crack the hell up. Dude, the way I went about that was like, you know how the World Cup, FIFA World Cup, has those mascots that are really adorable? They're kind of like teddy bears. Mm -hmm. Maybe something like that. You know what? (laughs) But you know what made me think of it? It was Gritty's birthday the day that they put that tweet out. And I was like, oh, Gritty's like a man of the people. You know, he does everything and anything you need for the fans. That's what the Premier Lacrosse League needs. I mean, imagine some mascots in the Premier Zone before a game. That would be something special. Solid point. Uh, Dude, I imagine, know? I imagine, made it.
0: Imagine and coming from the man who was afraid of mascots, growing. Up. I
1: am afraid of mascots still. Imagine,
0: <laughs> imagine you getting a mascot on the vlog.
1: I mean, they don't talk or speak <laughs> words, so it'd have to be like a bit of an acting ordeal that I do. But yeah, sure, hell yeah.
0: Um, I think the last bit of PLL here is just let's give our top three weekends. Now that all of the weekends are done, we can you know kind of put year one in the books. And, uh, Philly is obviously on my list. Right. No, Philly's number two for
1: me, Philly. Okay. So I'll just go down. I'll break it down here. I'm going to go number three. And this is actually going to sound kind of weird, but like, uh, Hamilton, Ontario was, one of the most fun weekends i had i got to make an excellent connection and slight friendship i guess with my boy steve from Cross. i mean shout out to my guy that's huge it was a lot of fun and that was just for some reason that was the most fun weekend i have had all season man i mean that was just a great time i know you weren't there sorry um but i don't have
0: my passport
1: yeah, you know, I had a passport. I have a lot of friends in Canada and whatever. But it was a, it was just a great weekend. Everyone was cheerful. I had a lot of fun. I got to make a lot of new connections. That Canadian crowd was insane, and uh, it was just something cool. But then weekend number two, I'm going to go Philly because it was just that was it was Dynamic. first of all. Dude, it was history. We got to be at the first ever championship of this league that's going to last very long. We got to be in our home city. It was electric. We got to see some people that we don't get to see too often make great connections. That is all so much fun. And we were on the field for the freaking championship, dude. I think we overlooked that a lot because... I said it often during the season that like I wish for just one weekend I could be a fan and kind of get to experience the behind the like not or not get to experience the behind the scenes stuff because like it kind of takes out from like the cool stuff that happens that yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen next or like the energy that you get from going to a professional sports event and like that's cool and all but I kind of like. Got to overlook that we were on the field for the freaking championship of the first ever the Premier Lacrosse League. Presentation
0: of the trophy, and if you guys hear that chirping noise, uh, I believe a cricket just came out to play in underground studios. So ooh, fun! Um, but um, but yeah, yeah like dude, I have was... literal in time video footage of the trophy being presented right to Stags to the team, the MVP trophy being presented to Matt Rambo. Like that shit that like we dreamt of. Like right. when we That's started this saying, this dude. network and this podcast, obviously we started with NLL stuff and we expected that for the wings, but it'll get there in time. But to be able to experience that was like, it was so holy cool, hell. Man. Yeah. And okay. So we
1: didn't do mailbag this week. However, I did get a DM from a fan. Um, they I asked to be a nominate, uh, anonymous. Sorry. a any mouse a Minnie Mouse yes but they did ask what how did I get into vlogging and what started it and I was kind of like well well shit I've kind of always loved talking to the camera obviously I've done a lot of stuff in the past I never really thought about it doing it for fun and doing it in a career like this but it was kind of after that first weekend at Hopkins that I was like Well, this is fun, dude. Like I wanna do this vlogging thing every weekend of the Premier Lacrosse League season. That's literally like
0: when you met up with RJ and B
1: Rob and Katie and everybody too. Right. So I got to meet up with all these people who are amazing film people. Like I still aspire to be them because I'm not there yet and I don't plan on being there for a few months at least. So getting to hang out with yeah, B Rob, R J, Katie DeFeo. I mean, these are all the big names of YouTube and Lacrosse and I mean the interwebs, so it was kind of meeting them, and then actually it was the following weekend after that while well, we were in Georgia. Actually, that we were in a hotel room. I had finished up blog week number two, and Alex McIntyre. You guys have probably all seen her photographer Our pictures. flag photog. They are the greatest pictures ever. But she she looks at me and she goes, "And sorry for my cursing here, but she goes, Herm, stop posting shit. Like stop posting your fucking stupid tweets." and start putting out the videos that people like. So I had done a flyers video, like a funny flyers video, probably in February of last year. And she goes, post more shit like that. Post the shit that fucking people want to see. And I was like, I took it really to heart. I was kind of butthurt at first, obviously, (laughs) because you don't want to hear, like, oh, your shit's stupid. But it was like a wake-up
0: call type thing.
1: Right. It was a total wake-up call. And I go, you know what? You're right, Alex. I need to start posting the content that people want to see. Start following the accounts that people want to see. Start posting the stuff that my followers come here for. And it was kind of after that that I go, okay, well, you know what? Twitter, you get 2 minutes and 20 seconds to vlog on Twitter. And that's what I'm going to do for every weekend of this PLL season. So... After that, I just kind of kicked into the high gear. I realized that, wow, I love editing. I love putting these vlogs together. I love talking to people on camera. And this is what the people come here for. So that's kind of how I got my start into the vlogging scene through the P.O.L. And now I kind of want to make it into not a living but something that i do frequently on youtube and getting to watch my videos and do more than two minutes and 20 seconds and really just enjoy what i do because i mean vlogging's fun man and just creating content in general is a great time so i really appreciate the question because that one really made me think for a while and that's the story i mean alex i can't i can't say i'd be where i am right now without alex mcintyre outside the box podcast and kyle bennett so
0: squad
1: great stuff man but and, and thus, I, the scooter
0: video was born.
1: And thus, this, the scooter video was born a week later in D.C., and uh, we haven't looked back from there, but that that brings me right into my number one stop of the year, which is the University of Albany. One of the coolest stops of the year. I have to give a shout-out to my favorite Twitter followers, and that's not to disregard or degrade anybody else, but Allie and Tim are just two of the most genuine human beings i have ever met in my life they accepted me like family members they brought me in they told they made me feel so comfortable in albany which is something that is hard to do when you're going into an environment you've never been and with that i mean albany was just it was first of all like the most electric stop of the year everybody was so hyped to be there and it was just—it was so much fun. It was so comfortable. I had an absolute freaking blast, and I can't wait for the PLL to come back next year.
0: Clear eyes, purple skies, all across.
1: Exactly, and you know,
0: I mean, that—that that was. Why did we not think of that as the Albany shirt? Um, because we <laughs> didn't know there would be a beautiful freaking purple shot the night
1: of the game. I mean, that's very It, true. Was, it was something special, man. I mean, the. I often reference the bands I like obviously Fish and the Grateful Dead they're two jam bands where you feel incredibly comfortable listening to their music you feel free you feel all of the love and spirit or whatever you want to feel and that is exactly what I got in Albany New York that weekend and honestly if I could redo that weekend over and over again I would however my one gripe with Albany they close all their stores downtown at like 4pm on the (laughs) weekends which makes absolutely no sense to me we found one pizza spot to get food after 4 o'clock which
0: just that's wild. It, it,
1: it baffled me to be completely honest but that being said i mean dude albany was something special and uh, i just i can't thank the people and the families that i met enough there to uh to express how i felt i mean it was it was just wonderful but uh kyle your turn poppy See, dude the music that makes me feel like that is green day oh no no <laughs> no, 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 no 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 that's a total mm-hmm.
0: inside joke um but my top three weekends Number three, Hotlanta. Hotlanta was a blast. Uh, just being able to go and record uh, down south and just travel with the homies was an absolute hoot. Um, you know, Me and Alex left uh, New Jersey to then go to Virginia to then pick up Herm, and then we drove to North Carolina. And then we slept over in North Carolina, and we woke up entirely too early because I was beat, but we had to. Uh, And then we went to Atlanta, got to be in Old Turner Field, which was a blast. And then, um, you know, Atlanta was just a really, really fun weekend. I enjoyed it a ton. Being in that press box was, like, legendary for me. Um, So Atlanta, definitely in my top three, uh, mostly because the road trip was a blast. And then... um, just the the atmosphere was dope as hell. Uh, number two, Philly, Philly, our home city, our hometown. Wow, you didn't show. you didn't take Philly
1: number one. That being said, though, I mean Atlanta was Atlanta. I gotta touch upon this was probably one of the most fun weekends I've had of my life. Alex actually touched on it on our Instagram story the other day that that was the most fun road trip I've probably Absolutely. had. Absolutely. I mean, we lit. I mean, granted, you guys slept <laughs> so much of the drive that I did, but um. It was so much fun, man, getting to spend just time in the car with you guys, it built friendships and stuff like that. Never,
0: I will never listen to The Shallow ever again in my life. My feet. <laughs>
1: uh, Alex and I probably duetted The Shallow 12 times in a
0: 12-hour car ride. Probably, probably more.
1: Probably um, more.
0: But uh, yeah, get back into Philly. Philly was an absolute blast. Um, thoroughly enjoyed the crowd. Obviously, my squad came up a little bit short, but... Just the, the energy and to kind of put a bow on the season in the city where like our podcast is based around and like where I grew up rooting for sports and everything and just seeing how energized that crowd was for lacrosse was absolutely incredible. Um, so Philly goes to my number two spot. Number one is tough. It's tough. Ohio is my honorable mention. Ohio, I had a ton of fun in Ohio.
1: Ohio was a great time, man. I mean, that, I've never signed autographs before, but that was kind of the place that I got to do so. So, yeah, I can get with Ohio. That's an honorable mention for me, too.
0: Ohio was an absolute blast. I had so much fun. And then, um, you know, that was the first time we saw, like, fandom come right. to life. That, so, like, that was super cool. I guess I... I've seen it a couple times
1: before then, maybe weekends that I was at alone, mm-hmm. but that was the first time that we really felt like, holy shit. You and I people, looked at each other and were like, People listen to this podcast, people come here for the content, like, that's the stuff that you love, man, and that's why we keep doing what we do every single week, so that was a ton of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree.
0: Number one for me was Homewood. Homewood was... Yeah. Freaking insane. Like, the, the venue, historic, iconic... The games, historic, iconic. Like, that was Jules Henningberg's first game with Redwoods. That's and put right. On an absolute remember? show.
1: Oh, dude. Okay, so that brings me back to one of my earliest PLL memories. That oh, was shit, your first about, like, media memories. weekend. That was the first weekend. I mean, I remember looking at you in the second quarter and just thinking, or, like, I think we said, like, this Jules dude, he is good,
0: man. This was a <laughs> great trade <laughs> after he just had gone off completely. He went absolutely off. um and then the night game, whip snakes into Atlas, under the lights at homewood, like that atmosphere was something like I'll remember for the rest of my life like
1: yeah, dude, I, I'm so it was
0: jealous. absurd, like selling out Homewood four weeks into the season like I'm sure people expected it, but like I'm sure a mass amount of people did not expect like the crowd that was there to be there, right. like in the droves that they were. Uh, it was insane dude I also have to say an honorable mention for me is
1: just this isn't a stop but this is every single person that came on the vlog true I mean I got some of the biggest names Kyle Harrison Kyle Harrison, Tom Schreiber Deemer Class, Troy Ray uh, Trevor Baptiste I mean these are all people that I got to talk to and now know be my name Scott Radcliffe, Scotty yeah Scotty last time erupted he was so funny (laughs) That was, yeah, Time and I mean, space
0: I, came to an end.
1: I could definitely talk to Scotty for hours, but dude, I mean, that was one of the coolest things I've ever done in my life. I mean, people often talk about getting starstruck, but it's just something that doesn't happen to me anymore because I get to hang out with these cool people every single
0: week. Yeah, Tohoka in the back of one of yours,
1: dude. Tohoka was on the <laughs> vlog, but the the <laughs> audio didn't. You know how I have this issue with turning on my microphone? That was that happened with Tohoka, but I mean, Tohoka was on there for a minute. I mean, yeah, Josh hell yeah. Byrne.
0: Uh yeah JoJo yeah to everybody um but yeah this PLL season was absolutely magical and wouldn't have happened without our listeners and our exactly. uh, our awesome subscribers it also wouldn't have happened Herm without our creativity and slapping some fun designs on some T-shirts which brings me to our friends at Design Tree yes Design Tree dsgn tree search Underground Sports Philadelphia that is where all of our OTB merch is you can get the OG original classic Chef Rambo shirt, the PLL MVP, the PLL championship game MVP. That's right. He owns the merch, so, like, it's the OG stuff right there. It has been seen on his Instagram. So go cop that. You can cop your Newman Nukes hot sauce T-shirt. You can cop your Ding Ding gloves T-shirt. And you can cop the logo shirt, as well as all of our other Underground Sports Philadelphia shirts. DSGNTree.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at DSGNTree. Shout out to the homie Drew Smith, too, getting featured on an Amazon Prime Video this week. That was
1: pretty sick, yeah.
0: Um, He's a big time movie star now, big time uh, documentary star. Documentary guy. And you can also use the promo code DSGN5 for $5 off at checkout on your purchase. So make sure you hit up our friends at Design Tree because they make a lot of stuff happen for us. But Herm. As we shift from PLL to now NLL preseason things, first thing we got to bring up for a nice little tie-in is that another PLL athlete is joining the NLL, and they're coming. Joining our wings, and they're coming home. Austin Piphany from Atlas Q Wings Atlas, because wings, it's happening.
1: Atlas Wings Atlas Wings Atlas. Yeah, baby. I mean, Piff is coming is- to Philly. Not only was Piff supposed to be on the podcast already, Piff's going to be on the now. I mean, let's get Piff on the podcast now here, eh? It has I to mean, happen. Y- y- not only were you sh- called out by your boy Cade, but I mean, now you're on the wings. You have to come on. We're obviously like wings by his podcast. I think it's a great signing. No, I do too. I mean, I think that he has a ton of, as much as defense doesn't always translate from field to box, I think that we're going to get a ton of translation here. I think Pafani's one of the most aggressive dudes on the field, and he's going to be able to take that out on dudes on the floor. So I'm pretty excited for this. I think that the only place that the Wings really had the bolster of the team was on defense. defense. So, I mean, that's what we're getting here, and you love
0: to see it. Yeah, and I mean, you look at the defense, they brought in Ian Lord, we had Steph Charbonneau, Ryan Wagner coming off of injury, coming back, um, Anthony jokin Getting, you know, a guy like like Austin to be part of this defense, I think, is gonna be huge for this team and uh, the way that the draft kind of went, it was more offensive focused rather than I think what Paul Day wanted to do with defense. Um but that's just kinda how it crumbled, you know. When Pat Spencer's on the board and you have the chance to just have his rights available for you, you take him. When Jordan right. Krug is on the board, you take him um and i also think dave smith has a real good shot to be you know a contributor on this team too so the defense is looking a lot better the goalie situation is obviously better when we brought in higgins um so i'm excited for piff to be you know part of the wings and be part of this culture that paul day is putting together
1: dude hell yeah i mean he's gonna fit right in he's a cool dude and he's gonna have a great time with this defense honestly it's gonna be much better than we had last year in my opinion so i think that we're gonna have the opportunity to kind of go off now and this is kind of the i mean we lost how many games by one goal last season it was we basically were the chrome of the nll with a positive uh goal differential basically (laughs) so i think that we're gonna have a lot of opportunities here to really just get wins this year and kind of take over the east division
0: Big dub season on our way But a friend of the podcast too Christian Del Bianco re-signed with the Calgary Roughnecks a two year extension uh, On top of the deal That he already had in place with one year left There so he's back with the Roughnecks Arguably the 1B Goalie in the league Overall behind Matt Vince
1: yeah i mean christian is obviously my favorite goalie in the league it's as up, a next fan <laughs> but uh no he's our boys come on the podcast and he's a stud dude i mean he's doing great things for the canadian team right now 22 the world years indoor. old man 20 he's my age dude and he's <laughs> just tearing up the freaking league uh, you love to see it he's so talented and he's gonna have one hell of a season because i mean it, it's very slim the difference between a great goalie and a good goalie in this league but he has that that has got that X he's factor. got that confidence and stud stud appetite, I guess I, appetite that's not a really a good word here. He's got a swagger
0: about him that's just like second to none.
1: I just call him a freaking stud. He's a butte out on the field and he gets the job done.
0: So last season for the NLL champs, uh Christian Del Bianco played in eighteen games, went ten and eight, allowed uh two hundred goals, but saved seven hundred and sixteen a career high uh a goals against average of eleven point one seven, uh, and a save percentage of seventy-eight. And Herm, he also played one thousand seventy-four minutes and forty-four seconds for the Calgary rough last year.
1: That's that's a lot of minutes, a man. Big I, mean, they, I think he was pulled out of what one game, I think. One I or think, two, yeah. Yeah, I think it was one game that the rough decks got down by a bit there, but uh no, I expect a fucking or oh, sorry guys. I expect a uh, back-to-back run here guys from the Calgary Roughnecks because when you have the best goalie in the league, that's going to take you a long way.
0: He played about half of his career minutes just last year.
1: I mean, he's what been in the league for one since, and a half seasons.
0: He's been around since 2016.
1: Oh my god, when he was 16 years he old. he was a rookie played in one <laughs> for game for old.
0: 19 seconds. Uh, oh, that's excellent. 2017 was when he played a full season for Calgary with 18 right. games. And well, then he 18, played in 192 19, yep. minutes, though. Uh, 2018 went from 192 minutes to 788. And then last year took the jump from 788 to 1074. Absurd. He's one of the best goalies in the league and deserves the contract re-up. So shout out to our boy, Christian Del Bianco. Uh, well-deserved uh, contract extension there, but... Herm, I'm ready for NLL season. Dude, I am so excited for NLL
1: season. I think that we have so much on the plate here. We have just... Okay, should we make the announcement now, probably? I mean... Well, we, we can, can make... Can we tell the people? We can make one of the announcements that... Uh, well, I don't think we need to make any specific announcements. We should let the people know... We will be that doing season gonna be, previews. We're going to be getting season previews from every team in this league about... That we can. We're going to be... Every team that we we have good connections with, we're going to be getting guys on the podcast from those teams to help you Know a little bit more about their team. You know, get you ready for the NLL season. We have, what, 13 weeks until the Wings kick? Or No, no, no. We have 11 weeks until the Wings kick it off here. Nine we have until the
0: regular season starts.
1: Nine until the regular season starts, and we have just as many guests to get on this podcast before then. So, you know what? It's time to start grinding. It's time to start getting these guys on the podcast, and you guys are going to enjoy it because, you know, it's time to learn a little bit more about the NLL. It's time to learn a little bit more about the players in the NLL. Get back and, to our roots. I mean, these are our roots, baby. We're box people in the
0: end, so uh, I'm pretty hyped, dude. Uh, it was also very fun to see uh, that Kevin Crowley is working out with Chris Collins, our boy. Both of both of those guys are our boys. Uh, he was with Anthony Jokim today, and Cabrini's own Mr. Krug was with them uh, working out, which was very cool to see because you know he was the last pick in the draft for the Wings, and he's working out with one of the best ever do it in Kevin Crowley one of the most experienced guys in the league in Chris Collins, and then one of the up-and-coming defenders in this league with Anthony Joachim. So to see him getting you know, assimilated with uh, you know, his new teammates and everything this early uh, I think is a really good sign, and I think it's going to totally. pay dividends uh, once training camp comes around.
1: Yeah, it was kind of funny. He was in a field bucket out on the <laughs> turf there. In, uh, Wach- no, it's not Wachovia anymore. What is it? Uh, what, the, uh,
0: what's the hospital the that sponsors zone. us?
1: The Skate Zone, yeah, on the Skate Zone turf, it was kind of funny to see him out there in the field bucket, but you know what jokes and Kevin and Collins, all take care of him. Krugie's going to be ready for this season better than anybody you know. I mean, the kid has unreal flow. He's a beaut. He's going to be great on the field. Selling out half to see the it.
0: season tickets for the Wings the Wells Fargo Oh, center. yeah.
1: Go, go Crabrini, man. I mean, <laughs> who knew? But, I mean, this season's going to be something special, dude. I mean, the NLL is growing just as fast as the PLL, in my opinion. And it, it's kind of the first time. I, mean, I know the NLL's been around for a while now, but it's the first time that you really see a ton of momentum in their yeah. swing going their direction and i think that a lot of these organizations are making huge moves to bring the right people in media and front office and team wise that will really take this league to the next level because as much as the nll energy was this summer i think that those fans are going to need that lacrosse in the winter so they're going to get it through the nll that
0: pll energy was dynamic so if that carries over it's going to be a wild ride. But with these season preview pods, what we're going to be doing, we're going to try to get a player from each team, and then we're going to go through uh, you know, their schedules, kind of give the wins and loss predictions for each team, and uh, you know, figure out w- what scenarios each team is in now, especially with the divisional realignment and all that good stuff, and if they're a playoff team or not. So it's going to be a lot of fun uh, going through that. And that leads us to our final announcement, because in order to do that, guys – we need a lot of time, we need a lot of uh, you know availability to do that, and as this show has grown because you crazy hooligans support it so much, uh Herm, myself, and everybody here at Underground Sports have made the executive business decision that uh coming soon we will have an official Very date, soon. uh once we lock it down and all that good stuff. But the Outside the Box Podcast is going to be getting its own podcast feed it makes the most sense for the growth of the show uh, to be able to put out everything uh, you know, when we want to and not to clog up the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast feed as well. Uh, so make sure once you see it, you subscribe to the Outside the Box podcast feed. Leave the five-star ratings and reviews still on the Underground Sports feed. But once the OTB feed comes out, we are going to need you hooligans To spam the hell out of it Spam the hell out of the follow button On Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher All that good stuff Outside the Box is getting it's own podcast feed And we will have a definitive date For when the launch is Very very soon so make sure you're following us on Twitter At OTBLaxPod Follow the network at UndergroundPHI For all that good Philly sports content And uh, Make sure you follow Herm on Twitter At OTBHerm Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Shout out to the old AOL Instant Messenger. And shout out to our newest big-time Twitter follower on OTB, Mr. Will Manny. The big dog right there. Followed the us big on guy. Twitter this week yep. and kind of gave us a little Twitter follow train. So uh, follow us on Twitter to get all that good info and all the, you know, the date launch for when the podcast feed is going live um, because it's going to be big time. And we'll be able to put out more episodes a week because it'll be the only – thing on that feed is outside the box so um and it won't get lost because you know we're putting out crazy content on the network you know 25 8 so uh it won't get lost in your feed it'll just be there so make sure you subscribe to it when it drops and uh subscribe to herm's youtube channel as well and i think that's all we got this week that is about all we got. You know, it was
1: a loaded week, a lot of content and stuff, but you know what? You guys love it, and uh, thank you guys for listening because I got to tell a lot of cool stories. I got to really get a little sentimental there, but that puts a bow on the PLL season, and we're just heading right back into the NLL season. It's going to be a great freaking year. Can't wait to see you guys. I have a lot of huge announcement for the vlog personally coming up here soon, so you're going to want to stay tuned, and, uh, I mean, just keep stay- sticking with us,
0: guys. Thank you so much. So uh, make sure you leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let us know what you think about OTB getting its own podcast feed. And uh, let us know what your favorite stops were this PLL season and where they should be going because Troy Ray dropped you know, the knowledge hint. What would you think about the PLL going to Long Island next year? I think it would be a great idea. Let us know in the podcast reviews. But until next week, guys, this has been the Outside the Box Podcast, episode number 74. On Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Herm, I'm Kyle. We are signing off. Peace.